So we are back with the, I don't know what this even is. So this is Shut Up and Roll for Initiative Podcast. Live <laughs> play, 5th edition, Dungeons and Dragons play, where we, me, Steven, with Devin, Mike, players, Barry, the DM, <laughs> are just about to throw down with what we believe is a dragon that has just appeared outside, all right? Um, and yeah, so we're going to pick up where we left off. Last time we left off, we found a fake Harbin Wester. Um, who was um, trying to summon some sort of god creature with a bunch of other orcs. We put a stop to that very quickly. And then before anything else could happen, we found out that there was a loud roar outside. So either someone's got some dubstep going on or something else is happening. So I guess we'll just pick up from there and Barry, go ahead and take it away. It's a rave on the outside. So as you slice through Harbin Wester's, well, what appeared, what you thought was at once Harbin Wester's body. Um, tendrils of blue light issue forth. He, he looked up into the sky and these blue tendrils shot up through the ceiling and out. And as you, as it was leaving the building, you heard the roar and it is actually Shield's turn. Um, and there is a big ruckus and yelling and screaming outside. Okay, and then these other two orcs, they're still in the room with us, correct? They are still in the room, and they begin to scream and howl and gyrate with what looks like elation, joy, pleasure, but also, you know, blood squirting out because they're wounded. Okay, Um, so I am going to use my movement, and I'm going to have got 30 feet, so I'm going to move... 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 feet. Um, are you moving? To there. Oh, there you are. Okay. And then I'm, I'm going to hold my action. I'm going to stop there. All right. Finn, you hear sh- screaming and crying and just like abject fear from outside the building. The orc priestess that is near you. Her eyes are wide. I mean, she is she is excited. She is thrilled. Like it's it's venerated joy on her face. Uh, okay. So I would like to ch- like. Oh, you're happy about that noise? I'm going to stab you with my short swords. <laughs> <laughs> you're not allowed to be happy. <laughs> you cannot be happy in front of me. Um. So I we are we can do that right we're we're going we're battling you're battling we're in combat okay. all right so I'm gonna try and attack her with my first short sword <laughs> doubtful ten ooh that is not gonna hit can you see that day I don't know if you can see that color or not there's just a glare on top of it it's a glare yeah okay let me try with this one. I'll attack with my second short sword. Definitely not that one with a nine. Yeah, yeah. She she is so elated and so just charged with with joy, and she's inspired. She's and she is dodging and weaving. She feels a a, a, a sudden surge of just absolute raw energy, and she she's doing a weird dance. And you're like, can't Sorry. hit her because she's she's grooving. Can't hit me. Can't hit me. Dang it! Stop moving. <laughs> She's just grooving, moving and grooving. All right. Um, are you, are you, 
you can you can attempt to move away if you wish. Uh, she would get an opportunity attack, wouldn't she? She would. Yeah, so I'm just gonna stay right there because I want to get an opportunity attack myself when she tries to move. <laughs> DM is trying to trick you. <laughs> Yo, bait you switch. You can move. totally move if you want. Try to move. You don't got to. Okay, so if you are going to hold your your course. Yep. Okay. Barrick. The um, the priest. The priest is. Just so you know, the priest is down in the bottom corner of the building. She isn't really paying attention to anybody in the building, um, and she looks like she that her next movement is going to try to be out the door. This one. Yes. Okay. Um, Barrick is going to aim an arrow at this one and is going to shoot with advantage, but roll the five and miss because it's going to be that kind of night. So with advantage, you get another roll. <laughs> Yay! That's, That's with the advantage. advantage. That's the advantage. <laughs> oh. Oops. Thirteen. That is going to hit, Exactly. Yay! And you're going to the one that's attacking, that's engaged with Finn, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're yeah. okay. So your your bolt's gonna hit. Um, you're gonna you're gonna do damage plus your sneak attack. And I do remember. I don't remember how to do that. Um, so roll your regular damage. My regular damage is one d six plus four. Ooh, two plus four is six. That's not very high. And then. And then... And then my sneak attack is what? I believe it's... Is it another... Isn't it 3d6? Woohoo! That's cool. I I I haven't snuck on anybody yet. Recently, so I don't remember how to do this. Alright, so sneak attack damage is going to be 6 plus 6 plus 5. Dang. She better be dead. Dead, dead. Yeah. Um, her her joyous cries, Finn, um, as she's drawing weapons to attack you, and just with total glee on her face, just suddenly stops. She herself doesn't understand why exactly her you know her her joy or her faculties have ceased to 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 operate. All she knows is she is leaving this world in complete and utter joy. Her eyes close and she collapses in a heap. Like, dang it. Good shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Barrick, if you're not gonna do anything else. And no, that's Barrick's turn. Okay. She is going to begin to hightail it. And she is out the door. Shield, she is running. Okay, I'm going to use a dash action to double my movement speed. Okay. I'm going to dash out the door. Um, So that gives me 60 feet of movement. So I'm going to go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45. I'll stop right there and see what I see. Okay. When you come out, um, you notice that there is a turn order in the way. And so... 
<laughs> leading leading out away to the rest of the of the village, you see a um, you know, the road across the way is, is some rubble. Somebody's somebody's townhouse is across the street, and um, she though is that's the direction she is headed as you come around this bend, or you she's come headed out towards the towards the uh, townhouse. Towards, towards that towards that townhouse. Okay, I don't see the townhouse. Oh, the townhouse over there to the east. To the east, yes. Cool. I uh, I stop right there and get in front of her, and because I use a dash action, I'm just gonna hold my spot right there. Okay. Not gonna and attack her, or that dash I reaction. Dash action, so I can the dash. Yeah, the dash cannot. So she's just right outside the door, right here. Yeah, she's just out the door. Yep, exactly. She's trying to get out of there as fast as she can. So I move up to directly behind her as she's trying to run away. And I'm okay. going to see if my luck's any better on this orc uh, with my short swords. 20? A nat a 20? No, nat 20? No. Uh, no. Uh, okay. I got a 13 plus 7. So that is definitely a hit. Okay. Uh, do you want me to roll damage for that one before I try and hit with the other one? Yeah. So roll your damage now for this slice. 1d6 plus 4. So a total of 8 damage. Okay, yeah. You come across the back of her leg. Nearly hamstringing her, but not quite. Okay. And I'll try and hit her with the other short sword. Uh, 26. Definite hit. Okay. Six. Oh, five damage on that one. Okay, she is kind of hop skipping as she, as she's trying to get out of the way, um, and you just barely graze her in the other foot as she is just trying to get around Elephant Man as he is blocking her path. All right, uh, Beric, you see everybody kind of coalescing on this priestess as she's trying to get out of here. Uh, Finn makes a decent attempt, but only barely grazes her as she's trying to get away. Uh, Beric moves up da, 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 and then is going to shoot at her with his crossbow because that's what he do. Seven. But he gets advantage on this one, so he gets to do it again. Yeah. I learned that. <laughs> 17. 17 will hit. 17. First Let's see, first damage is going to be, ooh, three plus, I think it's three plus four, so that's seven. Okay, the bolt under her shoulder, kind of twists her around, but she's still hellbent on getting away and heading to the east. And this is not sneak attack, right? And now, well, it is. It, it is. is. Yeah, you're, she's flanked, she you're, damage. yeah. So six plus four plus two, twelve. That is a four. Okay, yeah, because 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 you are kind of unknown to her, she's not really aware of you. You're able to get an advantageous shot, getting her kind of at the base of the spine. She jolt she jolts or she jerks. Doesn't take her doesn't take her down. She just wasn't expecting, so she doesn't swat anything away. But boy, she is just trying to get away as quickly as she can. Man, she's not dead. She's not dead. That's all of Barrick's turn for this. Okay, one. she. 
she yells into the air, praise Grognak. The, the maker has arrived, and she begins to twist and gyrate and convulse, and she begins to grow a very long snout and shorten and get these long, this big bushy hair and her tusks elongate and exaggerate even further than they were before, and she is now in the shape of a boar on the ground. And that is Pork. That's what's for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) That is her turn. She now is a boar. I mean, she wasn't exciting in the first place, but now she's a boar. So, shield. There now is a shape-changed animal boar in front of you. I hear that. Steven's like, I have been not paying attention to what you're doing. I have been working on this on you. <laughs> we cannot hear you. You're probably not really talking, are you? Oh, I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> I can't hear you talking now. Nope. That's a big nope. Put it in the chat. <laughs> can't hear you, Steven. Can you hear me now? Yes. (laughs) Okay, thank you. Right, so like I was saying before, because I said it a bunch of times, and I said it twice, really cool, so I'm not going to be so dramatic the third time. I'm going to take my shield, and I'm going to bring my shield down on top of uh, this transforming board. Okay. Okay. With the hand torn here. So that is one, that is a 18 plus... um, what is it? 18 plus 6. So that's 24. I'm going to guess that's a hit. That's, and that's definitely 8 plus 5. Let's see. 1d8 plus 5. 5 and 5 is 10. So that's 10 points of damage with my first attack. Okay. And then I'm going to do it again. I'm going to bring that shield back There's down a on top of it. Sickening crunch and a squeal when you make the first solid con- connection. All right. The second attack is a 17. I'm going to assume that hits also. It does hit. And then. 1d8 plus 5, that's another 5 plus 5 is 10. So 10 points of damage again. The the creature collapses. Its rib cage, its rib cage implodes and it is a bloody pulpy mess <laughs> on the ground. Keep you on. Okay. Alright, Finn. The, um, the creature, the, the priestesses have met their demise, but you still hear screaming. And shouting, etc. Okay. From the outside. So I come outside here and I say, what's all the commotion about? So all these people um, that stood all, here and did nothing yeah. the entire battle. All the villagers, <laughs> oh, all, yeah, all the villagers and the leaders of the village have begun to move around. And a lot of them have begun to leave. They're all seeming to want to run away as fast as the summer screaming, but... Um, t- uh, the innkeeper and Barthen are drawing, you know, decent-looking weapons. Nothing, nothing, nothing great, but they are wide-eyed, and there's always fear in their face as they point towards the townhouse, and they say, "Look at that demon!" Demon? Huh? I don't see it. I looked on the map. <laughs> Is it on the map somewhere? Not yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, not your, it's not in your view yet. Okay. 
what? Bring this demon to me. I will slay it with Beric's help because I can't do much damage. <laughs> so you have movement if you want to get where you're in eyeshot. Um, but as you currently, as you stand, the building is just obstructing your ability to see what's happening. You do hear uh, a loud ruckus. You hear this deep guttural growl. Uh, but that's about it. I'm going to move down to here. That should be a total of 35 altogether. All right. As you get down there, you're able to see the rest of of this area. Oh, give me a break. And off to the north is another townhouse, a couple of wagons in front of it. And standing in, in fr- kind of between both of these edifices is a very large and um, ethereal-looking, unnatural being in the shape of a boar who um, is now, his eyes are now lit with just absolute rage because the its priestesses have met their demise. Where is my... Yeah, and so it, you are now facing Grognak, the destroyer, a very vile and evil-looking creature. He looks a lot like this. I see him there on the map. Yeah. With yep. So he looks like that. He's got lightning coming out of him. He's got these massive, glowing tusks, and his eyes are just lit with an internal, an internal deep pitted rage. Okay. Um. Let's see here, because I haven't attacked. I just moved. Correct. Um, for my bonus action, let me see if I have any spells left. Did not rest. Okay, I do have two slots left for a first level spell. Uh, so I am going to cast Hail, Hail of Thorns. And then I'm going to try and shoot... That, uh, what's the name again? Grognak. Oh, Grognak. Gorthok. Sorry, Gorthok. I was way off. I was like, Baylor? Something. <laughs> Gorthok. Sammy, Swami. <laughs> Gorthok. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to try and, and shoot them with my bow. I have a 150-foot range, and that's about... You got plenty of distance there. 100, I'm guessing. I don't know. So, um, But yeah, I will try and hit them. Okay. Uh, that's a nine plus nine is uh, eighteen. That's gonna hit. the The arrow sails true. Yeah. Right in its front, sh- in its front shoulder shank. Okay. Um. Let's see here. So, so I hit, does, and that forty damage, right? Yeah. So it says. The spell creates a rain of thorns that sprouts from your ranged weapon or ammunition. In addition to the normal effect of the attack, the target of the attack, and each creature within five feet must make a dexterity saving throw. Um, you have to be 14 or better. Okay. Nope, that's a fail. Okay, so you take one, one d10 of piercing damage. Okay. So it's just five for that. Um, but for the arrow, let me see here. 1d8 
plus five. So six plus five. So six regular damage and five piercing. Okay. The Get some damage in. Yeah, the arrow. I mean, it's it's it it hits his very solid hide. Um, he kind of shakes his head, uh, shakes his jowls. There's like this almost almost an expression. If if a if a if a boar could have an expression, kind of like a, a taunting and evil evil grin almost. Is it when I of, was a young boar? <laughs> looks at the bolt and just kind of gnaws at it. Can't really get it out, but doesn't really care. Cool. That's my turn. All right, Beric. You hear screaming and commotion, and you feel a little bit of static electricity coursing through your body. Um, Beric exits. Exits the. Uh, yeah. What are we in? We're in the Townmaster's Hall, I think. Townmaster's Hall. Yeah. Exits the Townmaster's Hall and whirls around to see what's going on, to see what what we're up against, and spots the boar and says, "Oh, boar." Um, would those houses be Harbin Wester's house? One of them is Harbin's. The one with the I well is Harbin's. Beric put a charge over there somewhere. Nice memory. From, la- from, last, uh, from last time we played. It's true. Nice, go. Just, nice memory. Just throwing it out there. Um, so Beric sees and can't really do anything at this point. None of his weapons are in range. Um, but yells to all these townspeople, you guys should take cover and is going to I mean if you want if you want is going to cast shield on himself cuz he's going to have to go a whole turn without being able to do anything so shield is going to or shield uh Beric is going to cast shield on himself and that is his turn okay shield all right shield is going to I'm going to throw let's see <laughs> 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So I'm going to get up to here, 30 feet of movement. Um, Shield is going to throw down his spear that he's been using, and he's going to unsheath the um, sword that we found in the dragon burrow. Um, That is something that we have not as yet had identified, and I don't know what type of sword that is to add to my equipment. Yes, you don't have it. But what what you can do... Here, it is called. You haven't had it identified, but it is a nope. fancy sword, obviously. So sword basically, of... it's a, basically, it's a long sword plus one, right? Yeah, as far. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to equip a long sword plus one really fast. Um, long sword plus nine, right? Is that what you said? Plus twelve. Oh, that's a longbow. I don't want a longbow. <laughs> long sword. Or long sword. Long sword plus one. I'll leave the uh, longbow in there for now because it's harder to get that stupid thing unequipped. All right. Um, so I pull that thing out and I start banging the the shield that I'm carrying with it. Trying to get the boar's attention to focus on me. Um, it looks right at you. You definitely have its attention. Um, yeah. All right. And I will hold, I will hold right there waiting for it to come closer. Okay. It begins to 
paw at the earth, grind its hoof into the ground as it uh, stares at you. The um, it seems to almost utter an incantation or some type of some type of language comes from its maw, and you hear a a um, almost like a curse, and it begins to charge. All right. How far was that, Devin, when you marked that? It was like 85 feet away, right? Uh, it was 120 feet from you. From me, it was 120 feet? Yeah. Okay. It, um, yeah, so it it stays right there. It kind of, it, it runs up as if it's going to charge you, but then it, then it halts its, its, its charge and then begins to um the tusks in front of it start to get brighter and brighter and brighter okay all right finn all right so it's my turn i am still going to let's see you know what last time i forgot i could shoot twice (laughs) you you forgot again yeah (laughs) always the first round of combat um, yeah, so I'm going to tr- use my longbow again and try and shoot, shoot, uh, our friendly Garthnack. Garthnack. Gorthok. Gorthok. Molusk. The friendly looking Call beast there. <laughs> friendly. He's a fluffy, he's a fluffy little javelina. Uh, that's probably not going to hit. It's a 14. A 14 will not hit. Okay. Oh, wow. I'll use my second attack reaction uh, and try again. You can do it. I believe in you. Uh, 23. 23 will hit. Okay. 1d8. It's 5. So 9 total damage. Nice. This bolt enters at the base, kind of like like below his eye, into his jaw, his lower jaw. It howls and 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 yelps. It doesn't really move or back up at all. But that was definitely a solid hit. The chew on that. <laughs> and he chews. And uh, let me see here. I'm gonna. How do I measure how far? Away? I think you just click and drag, right? Yeah. No. Nope. Yeah, once you click on the, click on the um, what you call it? Oh, there's Apple. a measuring tool. Measuring tool. Whoa. The uh, no snapping, snap to center. Which tool is it? Just snap, snap to center. center. Yeah, snap to center. And then start on your guy, and then drag out. There you go. Ours should be. I'm forty, but he moved like eighty-five feet, right? He dashed. Oh, he dashed? Yeah. Well, I will just move back here once I can do that. You have to click go click on your arrow at your toolbar because you're still on your measuring tool. Yeah, and I, I got it. I moved him. Oh, okay. Got that was me. <laughs> Sorry. Cool, 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 cool. cool. <laughs> okay. and that's, that's my turn. It was a good turn, Devin. It was a good turn. 
There is a boar who is digging its hooves into the ground, whose tusks are glowing brighter and brighter and brighter by the second. This turn brought to you by Xbox Velocity Architecture. Uh-huh. <laughs> hooves are going to blow up and, and spread fire everywhere? No? I'm guessing yes. Or it's just going to be like energy beam. It's going to be like some straight anime energy beam coming from the top of the, uh, of the boar. Or Jitsu. Barrack's turn? Barrack's turn indeed. Yes. Okay, Barrack is going to move up. And because Barrack feels it imperative that the we get rid of these tusks, because someone has mentioned it quite often... Barrick is going to. Oh, I don't range. Someone's in my parking lot again. Hold on. Let's see. Let's see. Barrick is going to. What you got, Barrick? What you got? Oh, I got. I got nothing. I'm not close enough. So Barrick is just going to fire some arrows. Um, is going to fire an arrow. Aimed at the tusk. Maybe he can shoot <laughs> okay. it off with his expertness skill. Okay. With an 18. 18 will hit. 18 to hit. Uh, damage is going to be 2 plus 4, 6. Woohoo! Okay. The the bolt actually lodges itself right in its snout. Um, it uh, doesn't quite hit the tusk or knock the tusk off, but this guy is pissed now. He is not happy camper. Is shield back? Oh, I am so back. back. 30 feet. Is there like a is there like a charge action? Charge action? I don't know. Like I want to roll double dice and use my focus or something. (laughs) Alright, so I'm going to move up. I'm going to charge up this 30 feet. Right uh-huh. to the front of this um, boar, and how how big is the boar? What's the size comparison? Big as a horse? He is bigger than a horse. Bigger than a horse. Yeah, he is bigger than a horse. I wish I would have known that before I ran up to it. He is huge. I mean, it looks pretty big if you look at the map, but <laughs> I mean that's pretty big. But that's about the size of a skeleton. Maybe I'm just zoomed out way far. Oh, okay, it's pretty big. Um, I am going to. I got two extra lucky points. Okay, I'm going to roll to attack with my newfound weapon, um, this dragon slaying sword against this boar. Okay. And I am going to slash at it. That is a 18 plus 7. I think that's 25 if my math is correct. Definitely going to hit. And that is 1d8 plus 6. That is 8 points of damage. And then I'm going to attack again with the okay. sword. And that is a 9 plus 7. That is 16. That will hit. And that is 1d8 plus 6. And that's 6 plus 2 is 8 points of damage. So you, you come across the front of it. The sword feels so well balanced. It's so it's, Its blade is exceedingly sharp. You slice as if you're like, you know, processing this thing for, for, you know, to be, to be butchered. And it, you cut open these massive gashes in its front, its front um, shoulders and shanks, hair, 
whatever they're called, not a shank that's in the back. And uh, he's bleeding pretty good. Yeah. And he is, he is, you got him, you, you sliced him pretty deep. Good. That's how we do. Okay. In Shield Town. He now is going to return the favor. Um, because you are nice and up and close and personal. <laughs> the first thing he's going to do is um, just the, with with those tusks charged, he's going to lower his head and try to come up and hook you with that okay. first tusk. Ah, and it, that is probably going to miss. With the 13, that's going to completely miss. That is definitely a miss. That's definitely going to miss. And so bringing his head up, not finding purchase, he is going to just stomp the ground, and you are going to feel a thunderous wave coming from his feet as they contact the ground. Ooh, thunder wave. And um, so with the 24 to hit, that is going to be... With thunderous damage, that is going to be twelve for twelve points of damage. That's some damage. Mm -hmm. Oh, plus he gets thrown away. (laughs) I don't get like a I don't get a save against that thunder clap. It's 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 not there's not a save on it. It says oh that sucks. It's considered a melee weapon for him. Basically, cool, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. <laughs> um, All to plan. And so so when that when that contacts, then there is Oh, another ten points of damage. Oh. Those are some serious hooves. Twenty two yeah. points of damage. Should not if, have uh, done that. <laughs> I wonder if someone has like uh some spell slots saved up in cases like this. <laughs> All right, he is done beating you up. Good. Then you watch as Shield takes a massive blow um, from this creature as its hooves are stomping the ground and essentially creating the shockwave um, that also rocks his elephant body. His knocks his socks off, huh? Uh-huh, <laughs> basically. What if I wear socks? You can taste your teeth, socks. Shield, at this point. <laughs> Are they ivory? <laughs> ivory. Tickle them ivories. Mm. All Keep right. Well, I am just going to do what I can do from here. Uh, I shout encouraging words to him. But uh, I tell him... What encouraging words are they? You shouldn't have gone up there, you dummy. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I say, uh, just hold on. You are a big, massive elephant man. Um... You're not real good at this, are you? So inspired. I am. I don't have the bard skill, so I am not very inspiring. But um, I'm going to see if I can put a few arrows into him for you. <laughs> Cause him some pain, maybe. Uh, so I'm going to attack him with my longbow. Okay. Uh, with a twenty-eight. <laughs> 
28. Doesn't that hit? So... Definitely going to hit. 1d8 plus 5. 7 for that one. Um, the, high, the, the, the hide takes the arrow pretty well. It doesn't go very deep. Okay. Um, and I'm going to use my last... Well, maybe I should save that spell slot. Um... Stephen might die. <laughs> I'm just gonna try and shoot him again with a uh, regular, regular old arrow. Oh, ooh, Stephen might get shot with my arrow. <laughs> oh no! Did you just roll one? I rolled a one. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So roll, Stephen. Give me a dex save. You shouldn't have said anything, Devin. You just gave him a. <laughs> Gotta be honest, Steven. All right. That is 18 plus 3. Okay, you, just knowing Finn, just kind of being aware of his... I'm pretty you know, sure he might shoot me on accident. Shoddy marksman, marksmanship. <laughs> For a 300-year-old elf, it's supposed to be you good at archery. He sucks. Can't do so <laughs> as, he, as the arrow mm. flies harmlessly between the two of you. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, uh, is that all you're gonna do? Um, I am going to let's see. I'll just move right here. Okay. So Robin ran away. Chicken you ran away. That's my turn. All right, Beric. Shield's looking pretty rough. Almost had to take a knee on that one. How <laughs> rocked his body was. Okay. So, Beric. Yeah. Have any healing potions? Um, Not that you'll get to use them. Oh, no, it is your turn before uh, future. Yeah, I should, be, I should be fine. Famous last words. Um, yeah, unless I cast Thunderwave on you. Yeah, then I'll probably die. That's what Mike um, wants to do. I gotta be helpful. I gotta do something. Shoot him with uh, your crossbow. You do all the damage. I know, that's all I get. So I am gonna shoot him with my crossbow, because that's all I've got. You have advantage, and it will do sneak attack damage. <clears throat> Alright. Uh, so that is a 12. 12 plus 12. 7. Okay. Is that 19? Gonna, yeah, that'll hit. All right. So first wave of damage is going to be... Ooh, that's a good roll. 5 plus 4 is 9. But I don't have sneak on this one because he can see me. No, I'm no you guessing. have sneak attack You have sneak because it's engaged. Is right. engaged? Yep. Yeah. All right. so Shield then, is engaged. Be, oh, that was not a what, was that, what was that first damage you rolled again? First nine. roll was 9. Nine. Nine. Nine plus another nine plus ten. Or not plus ten, but nine plus ten, so nineteen total. That wasn't a very good roll. Still pretty good. I mean, Devin still, still yeah, still decent. Yeah. I mean, it's because, better than I got. You have, yeah, because if, I a, if I had a crossbow that shot two bolts, I could have done more. But, it's cool. but if only. If only. All right. So that was then. Let's see. And then. Doo -doo -doo -doo, Barrack is going to. 
be done after that. Turn over. All right, shield. How's it looking? How's so, the beast looking? It's bleeding profusely from the wounds you inflicted. It is. It looks like a pincushion at this point with a bolt and arrow sticking out of it from various different angles. And um, it doesn't seem too phased by the bolts. They are. They're definitely an inconvenience, but um, it's not like he's the height is thick. Um, but he is. He's got. He's gone from like a cocky look on his face to a little more like, okay, I'm. I'm taking this seriously. If if this was an old school JRPG, would he be turning red right now? <laughs> he would he would have a little vein popping out right here. Alright, and... so not red yet. Yeah, so I'm red going yet. to use I'm gonna use an action. I'm gonna use my lay on hands and I'm gonna give myself and I know we talked about this before. Can I use my trunk to lay on hands, give myself hit points and still take my combat actions? Because I do have a third appendage. I don't remember what we decided. Other than other than casting the spell is an action. Well, it's it's not really a spell though. Is it a cantrip? No, it's it's one of the abilities. It's one of the actions that he ha- that a paladin has. It's just a, just a pill, an ability you have. You have a pool of healing power that can restore thirty hit points per long rest as an action. So I guess it's as an action. It's so. considered as an action. All right. So I'm going to give myself thirty hit points. Okay. And. I'm going to yell to my companions, keep firing, don't stop. <laughs> Shoot Yeah, exactly. Don't worry, right, I'll sorry. keep throwing those arrows that direction. Hit them this time. So that's my turn. All right. It is once again going to try to rear its head. You have pissed it off because you seem to be no worse for wear since it, since it smacked you last time. Oh... It's not good. Yeah, so one's an 18 and one is an 18 plus 8 to hit. Ooh. How come you got advantage? Not advantage. I just rolled both attacks at the same time. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Okay, so the tusks that are charged and glowing now now make contact with your with you. It is going to as it as it makes contact, you're definitely going to feel uh, a jolt of electricity course through your body. Right. So the bludgeon itself is only going to do seven points of damage. Not bad. Not bad. But then the electricity that courses through your body and up through your conductive armor is going to do 14 points of damage. Not bad. Not bad. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Just took away all the health I just gained back, mm-hmm. but it's cool. It's all good. It's good. <laughs> We're all good. The the hooves, which also connected. Oh, I forgot about this. <laughs> First you felt the electricity, and now you're going to feel the concussive blast of the thunder. That's only a four. I'll take it. But then the thunder itself is going to be 12. Just keep rolling, huh? All right. I'm glad I healed myself. Last turn. Okay. He stays with you. He um, sneers and snarls. You can He can tell that he landed a fairly decent blow. And he's almost like goading you to, to, to bring, it on, bring it on back. 
Fan. Cool, 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 cool. Shield is taking a pounding. Indeed he is. Because that's what heroes do. Seems like a bad idea. <clears throat> Roll with it. Um, so I am just going to try and shoot him some more. What are the other townspeople doing? They're just standing in awe watching us. Yeah, they're just feared. They're kind of frozen in place watching this battle unfurl. Um, uh, Barthen and um, Torvor are just kind of standing there at the ready, but not really feeling like they'd do much help if they actually went up and engaged. But they're not cowering. They're just not leaping forward. <laughs> All right. I'm going to roll for my first arrow. That is... Um, there we go. I'm on the spell. It's a 12, so I'm guessing that missed. It's a 14, wouldn't hit. Do you have other dice, or...? Uh, that's my fourth <laughs> d20. Um, so... <laughs> I'm on my fifth now. Let's see what this one, if this one's any better. Get snipers 18. That's a hit. Okay. And... Find... Right. 1d8 plus 5. So 11 damage. Nice. All right, you you continue to just pincushion him. He 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 looks. I mean, he he really looks like, you know, this cluster of arrows sticking out of his shoulder is making his um his front left uh flank just quiver and seem somewhat weak. All right. That's my turn. All right, Beric. Yay, Beric. Beric has another arrow. Can you believe it? Another arrow. Oh, seven plus seven. Well, sometimes it's all we have, you know. What was your hit? Plus seven, Eleven plus seven. That's how I hit. First damage. Ooh, six plus four is ten. Additional our uh, additional sneak damage. Uh, four plus two plus three nine. So nineteen again. All right, you actually puncture its eye. It explodes in this nasty like. Ah. Yeah, it just the thing rears and and heals and starts to lift up. It is, you know, you've you've landed a pretty nasty blow. Does cool. it spray eye juice on shield? Stick him up. Uh, let's see. Stick him let's right see. under his neck, man. Get him in a jugular. Uh, so it is, it, is, it is shaking its head. It is trying to paw at the at the bolt in its eye. It is. It's. It's actually trying to like. It's trying to back up now at this point. So I get advantage. Opportunity <laughs> attack. Well, I'm saying it's. It's looking like it's going to like start to back up. It's not. It's definitely not totally excited about being engaged in a fight right now. It just automatically dies? It's not <laughs> cocky like it was. No. No. It doesn't, it doesn't okay. Uh, uh, 
Shield would Shield heal himself at this point, or would he go for the attack? Well, if Shield doesn't heal himself, he's probably gonna die. That is true, but he knows that it's not what heroes do. Shield is going to cast Guiding Bolt. Okay. Um, right in the face of this thing, and hopefully, um, damages Guiding Bolt again. Is it divine? What is it? Guiding Bolt is radiant, radiant. damage. It's radiant. The, the word yeah. came to my lips as you spoke it. All right. So yeah, let's let's cast let's cast some Guiding Bolt at level two. Let's do that. All right. And in order for me to do that, I have to roll some dice. And the dice that I roll is a one d twenty. Come on. That's a nine plus six. But I. Hold on. Kevin, you said you missed on a 14? Yeah, but that's 15. Nine plus, but a 9 plus 6 is 15. just hit. Okay, so I hit. The bolt I was going to have to go lucky. What? The bolt connects. Your guiding bolt. All right, and this is coming from my shield, so this is 5d6 of radiant damage. Okay. So let me see if I have that many d6. Oh, yes. So that is a 6. That's 15 plus 6, 21, 24 damage from my Guiding Bolt. Okay. Gorthok, the Thunderbore. As, as oh, how do you swing the shield? So I bring my shield up in front of me, and it shoots a beam of light out of the center of it from the hand of Torm, and it just engulfs Gorthok, and it does like the anime thing where it's a white beam, but then it has like the black shadows going through it. Silhouette of it, like yeah, it has the silhouette, and if it dies, it's disintegrating inside of the silhouette. Like you see the skin peel back, and then the skeleton peels back, and then it's just gone when the beam stops. But like in a silent yell with its mouth. Open exactly. and its eyes wide, and the one bolt sticking out of its eye as it happens. Right, we've watched the same animes. Yes, yes, we have. <laughs> so as as the guiding bolt dissipates, and all is left is the smoldering hooves of Gorth of Gorthok the Thunderbore. Um, they collapse to the ground. It is no longer. Um, it is it is no longer of this plane. It it it, it, it had been so distracted by the by the bolt in its eye that the bolt in its face was not able to dodge or do anything about. Awesome. And shield collapses to his knees, breathing and panting because he's on the, he's on death's door right now. Yeah. All right. The, um, the, the city folk kind of start to come to their senses as they realize there's no, there's no more threat evident. They um they come up to you, Shield, to tend to you. They, they actually come to all of you guys to see if anybody needs anything, anything they can do to help. Um, they're at your disposal at this point. I need, a, have, I need a potion. I need a potion. <laughs> I walk. Right, I so walked please. up to to Shield. I said that wasn't too bad, was it? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as I touch him, I am going to cast my last spell of cure wounds. And uh, he gets 1d8 plus 3. So I need to roll that, I guess. We'll see how much. Cool. It's not going to be much, but it'll be right. a little it'll bit. Be something. something. Uh, nine points of healing. I'll take it. So thank you, Ben. 
Um, Barthen also comes up and he pops a, a vial out of his um, out of his pocket, and so you can roll one d four plus four. One d four plus four. That is six. Six points of damage. Six points of health. I mean, don't kill myself. Cool. Okay. Everybody um, is now kind of panting and wheezing, and uh, Tolbin is like, "What? Who? Just dumbfounded on his face. That was. That was Harbin. We don't." We don't know if this was Harbin. Um, was it Harbin? Harbin Harbin's body's inside. Harbin's it? dead. <laughs> this was the imposter, whatever this was. Yeah, they're 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 just confused because I after you they I guess they the shock had kind of worn off that you had shown him Harbin Harbin's body initially, so um, the confusion is just kind of rampant. The um, Everybody's just kind of relieved and shocked at the same time that that whatever seems to have taken place is now gone. Barrack is going to run over to Harbin's house and peek in the windows. All right. Um, there's nothing inside. Um, your chargers are still where they were placed initially. Uh, and... Um, it's just quiet, and there's not a not a peep from a mouse from inside the home. Beric's going to go inside. Okay. I don't have an interior, but when you go into the interior, it's just a, it's, it's a nice house. It's, his home is – it's not opulent, but it's definitely very comfortable. Uh, he has a couple of fine tapestries. Uh, looks like a, a footlocker that's <laughs> made out of really nice – really nice wood like some very well well carved oak and just you know but that's about the end of the finery there's his desk with the different um parchment and paper and ink wells to you know no, nothing that bits and bobs. any information about a dragon nothing about a dragon other than uh, there's a couple of letters that, that are like we need help uh we are beset i can't do this by myself no one seems to be able to get rid of the thing. Uh, there are a couple of notes that are from other places. Look, it looks like at some point the dragon had had actually, um, um, what's the word? Had messed with or had 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 confronted the people of Neverwinter itself. They were able to repel it. There was enough of them that that it didn't get very close. It also looks like at some point it had actually um, raised the town of. Um, that was up to the north that you guys have been before. So it's been very active as you guys have been traveling all around. It looks like it's it has sacked a few places. There's several farms that have been laid to waste. All the cattle completely taken and eaten. And um, it's it seems very much on the move. Uh, there's also reports of the orcs and the movements of the orcs who seem to be... They can't tell if it's following the movement of the dragon or if it precedes the movement of the dragon. But it does seem like the orcs, especially the priestesses, seem to either be in cahoots with the dragon or very possibly at odds with it. It's very hard to tell depending on which account you read. They all seem to kind of be steeped in superstition and not very good information, but definitely a lot of speculation. Okay. Ooh, where'd my mouse go? Barrick's going to come back out. 
and relay what what he found out in the hut to his compatriots. Just about the dragon and its movements and can grab this dude. Um and reminds them that maybe this isn't over, that we still have a dragon to deal with. We need to shore up ourselves and get healed and get um, resupplied and kind of move into some defensive positions for the town because there's most likely a dragon coming. All right, yeah, we got to go shelter someplace and rest and figure out what we're doing. Um, I also think... Finn, that you and I need to go visit what's her name to decide whether or not we're going to become were people. But that's up in Neverwinter, I, though. Don't we? Isn't the isn't Adabra? Wasn't she? Didn't she have something to do with our ultimate? She 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 told you that um it's beyond her ability yeah. to eradicate, but she can give advice as far as how to combat it. Um, if you're not willing to accept it and be you know that just become a part of who you are. That she just she just told you that if, if you all you can to to fight it off to resist the urges, don't let it change you, um, even as you are changing. All right, that was today. I say we regroup, meet back, meet back somewhere, gather provisions, get healed. Yeah, Tolbin, you ready for a dragon? Tolbin and Elmar come up and they 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 enter behind you and. They actually are a little relieved to see that there's nobody in in the room, um, just you. They they were also kind of having the same suspicion that there was something going on. They also start to peel through papers and and parchment, especially Elmar, who who's been trying his best to keep you know the 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 political powers at bay, just because they don't really seem to have the town's best interest. He's he's rifling through papers and he comes up with the same conclusion. It really seems like obviously the dragon has been very active in all parts roundabout. Um, even those from Neverwinter are starting to get concerned. Uh, the orcs and their rituals, um, they, it all seemed to talk about some big rich summoning ritual that was going to eventually take place, but there was no real evidence that it was going to happen. Obviously, that's what you guys ended up breaking up and stopping. Um, and so the summoning of Gorthok has been, has been um, stopped. Well, not stopped, but at least... Uh, <laughs> The yeah, threat ended. yeah, the threat was ended once you once you got rid of him. But the dragon's active, and whether this means the orcs are going to cease to um, torment the towns is yet to be seen. But there's also talk of of the of the ice spire mountains themselves, and how from sights and from scouting and just from observation that he this is where his hold is. He's up in the mountains. That seems to be where his lair is and where he's operating from. All right. <gasps> Tolbin says, you boys look like you could use a good night's rest. Indeed. And, and a good meal. We're forever in your debt for, for ridding us of, well, whatever that was. Uh, obviously, those from Neverwinter have a lot to answer for, but uh, we'll 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 begin our own inquiries to them and as to what Harbin was. I, as far as we can tell, the body is the actual body of Harbin, the one you the one you found. Why he was in the borrow of the dragon, one can only speculate. Um, 
if he was sent on an errand or if he himself did his own investigations and decided to find because that's that's a mighty weapon you wield there now but obviously it looks like it's meant for the slaying of dragons seems like it was also meant for the slaying of boars it did help didn't hurt <laughs> I, guess right. so I need, to, some, I need some rest go to the inn okay they, they're they're glad to give you rooms they're not even charging you for for meal or board they're they're just happy to uh to do all they can to to assist essentially the the liber what they're seeing as the liberators of a big threat in the area so oh. the yeah, the, uh, people come in and out. There's lots of congratulations. There's lots of uh, words of accolade and gratitude coming towards you. Um, they all kind of spit Harbin's name out of their mouth as they say it, and uh, just just a general disdain for him. And and glad that he's dead. Too bad it you know we he wasn't quite the villain we thought. Although we don't know why he was, you know, in the borough alone. Um, but yeah. Any orcs, or not, sorry, not orcs, any uh, gnomes wandering around who have skill with stuff? <laughs> um, this evening, there's not. Um, the, no, no, one has, no one has yet arrived um, from Nomengard, but uh, um, there's no, I mean, there is no doubt that there will be, once word gets that uh, Gorthok's body, or what's left of its body is there, because they're going to be fascinated by that. Um, any anything in value in the tusks from Gorthox? Anything, anything um, magical? Anything you? No one keeping... here. No one here knows what would know how to essentially activate or do with with those tusks. But I mean, they're there. Um, and, and just like just like Shield had essentially banished it to the ethereal world, it's there's really not much left of it anyway. Gotcha. Yeah, it more spirit dissipated than it did in a corporal form. So I say we take a long rest, heal from our wounds, and wake up in the morning ready to fight another day. Tobin's like, what's a long rest? The, yeah, that's um, where you sleep for longer than eight hours. Yeah, Tobin, I mean, you know where the long rest is. You go to sleep after the day, you wake up in the morning, you feel like right. refreshed. It's a long rest. Well, you're back, you know. Long rest. Yeah, um, no, they, and again, they got to give you room and board. Um, the the uh, leadership of the town come in and out. They ask you a few questions. What you guys think about Harbin? Why why you think he would why he would have been in there? The only person that you don't see at all is Lenine Greywind. She never shows up to talk to you guys this evening. Harbin, not Harbin, Tolbin. Hi, lad. Is Lenine in town? As far as I'm knowing. Cool. So I'll go talk to her. You I think go. I might have scared her off. I thought she might have been in cahoots with, you know, it's hard to trust people, especially when you get betrayed all the time. Finn got betrayed by his girlfriend. I was cautious. So <laughs> um, she'll get up and starts walking out to go talk to Lenine at the cloister. We agreed and, never to talk about that. <laughs> and it's funny just to say cloister. So Lenine is at her counter. She has an icy stare as you walk in. I yes. say, don't worry, Lenine. This ring protects me from all kinds of frost damage. Um, ha, touche. This is the sword that we found. 
I don't know if you heard. I'm, I imagine you heard. I'd be surprised oh. if you had not heard. I watched. Oh, you watched. So good. Where, did you have a good view of the battle? Thanks for... This I is was, the store that we recovered. I was very safe in my... I, in my as most my people words. are in this town. Here's the store <laughs> that we recovered. She, she puts her hand out, not knowing if you are going to hand it to her. or. I thought you should see it. So you can confirm it's the sword of your family. Clearly it is. I plan on using it. Uh, until the dragon's gone. That seems wise. I uh, I should ask for it now. Um, I feel if you it, want to, you can. And I'll I will give it to you. I prefer it used, be used for the greater good. Clearly, you know how to handle yourselves with creatures of... Of ill. Uh, it's also clear that it's hard to know who to trust in this town. I understand, so, and I I don't don't totally blame you for for your previous actions, but I must say I I hope I I had not previously indicated any any kind of um, betrayal or or malfeasance. I just simply want our town to be safe. Uh, what was the what was the other chick's name? Is Lenine and Hell yeah. Did you know Helia well, Lenine? I knew, I knew her well enough. Did you know that she was planning on joining Were-Rats and letting this town die? That I did not know. Well, have a good night, Lenine. And then S.H.I.E.L.D. leaves. S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> so abrupt. <laughs> she's, she's okay. She's good. Uh, so the evening, the evening wanes on. Um, if you wish to go to sleep... Do your do do your full rest. Eat some provisions. Eat, eat some. Go ahead. Shield sleeps. Where does Shield sleep? In the, in the room that he was given, since he doesn't oh. have to pay for one now. Gotcha. You can eat. <laughs> that was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, it was. I'm wondering why he decided to start eating. <laughs> that sounded good. If we want to take a break right now, we can take a quick five-minute break, and then we can reconvene after a five-minute break. We can take a five-minute break. Or it can even be less than that. <clears throat> Sorry about that. My daughter dropped a glass of water all over the floor. <laughs> well, your daughter dropped a glass of water. Someone's trying to break into my truck outside. So, hey, you know, it's a good it's a good Thursday night. Good Thursday. Quarantine. And we're oh. taking a break right now because Barry decided to eat like a cracker, and now his mouth is super dry, and he can't talk. The worst part about it was it was a fig Newton. So, why would you? It was probably like a ten-year-old fig Newton. Also, <laughs> no, it was not ten years old. I bet it was probably ten years old. Is it a cookie or cake? You All fig Newtons are—they start out at ten years old. They really do. It's like a fine wine. You just have to leave them in the package. They don't package uh, them. They don't even package them. Newton. Uh, this nineteen ninety nine, this nineteen ninety five box of Fig Newtons. That's a good year. I graduated that year. Good year, ninety six. So, it is morning. Um, Tolbin is cleaning the bar. Um, people have been pretty happy. There's still lots of accolades coming your way. Everybody venerates you, and I'm just pleased to see you and glad that you're there. So, lads. You've had, a, you've had a night to sleep on it. What are we thinking? What are we thinking next? 
I'm off to normal uh, guard. When are the gnomes going to show up? Actually, you have a visitor. Does he have a wagon with him? <laughs> he doesn't have a wagon with him. Well, I, I believe, Tobin. That's a ballista. That's Remember? right. When I, when I left here last, we put in a requisition for a mobile crossbow platform. I remember that now. Tolvin said. <laughs> Tolvin, Tolvin remembers finally. I guess, they, because, I guess they did have a wagon behind them. Because, you know, you can never tell what those guys are carrying with their wagons or mobile ballistas. It's true. <laughs> the, um, Fibble Stib is at a table. Who? Where, where, is, where is Finn? I heard the name Fibblestib. That was like a cat who just smelled a mouse. I say Finn. Oh my gosh. See in your room. I am going to just stay in my room while you guys deal with the gnomes. Uh, It's better that way. Messing with my truck or something. Do we need to round round up a posse? I've been out there three times. I don't know if it's, there's like a moth flying around inside the cab of my truck setting off an alarm or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> that's a real sensitive alarm. I I guess. Weird. Hey, uh, it's Tolvin, super weird. You, you got a gnome nearby somewhere? At a table? Right over there in that table. There? Okay. He's there. You have a visitor. Barrett goes over to meet Fibblestiv. It's Fibblestiv. He's very excited hey, to see you. He's pleased Fibblestiv. to see you. Yeah, he says, I brought it back. I fixed it. And he has the and he has the crossbow, the dual shot crossbow has been repaired. The dual shock, dual, dual shot, dual shot. Oh, I thought it was a dual shock. I was like, is this one the dual sense crossbow now? Yeah. How much do I owe you, Fibblestiv? Fibblestiv, you owe me nothing for repairing what you what was already yours. Ah. Thank you, sir. Did you see what we did? I we did. I we've been. Uh, Tolbin's been recounting the tale. I am pleased, excited, terrified, and and thrilled all at the same time. I I can't imagine what it was like. I wish I would have been here. Oh, it would have been awesome. If you stay around long enough, you might catch a dragon. I hear there's one coming down. That would be fancy. Yeah, I've never seen. I've never seen a dragon either. But hopefully, hopefully we have all the tools and weapons that we need to be able to. To beat up such dragon, said dragon. Speaking of tools and weapons. Oh, yeah? What you got for us? Yeah, what do we got here? So, I think you recall when you were visiting our our fair city that one of our contraptions may have unfortunately been used, well, against you. It happens. We have that effect on people. <laughs> I was able to modify this device it is now on wagon and it does a little something i like to call ballista damage okay so this is a, a, it's obviously a ranged weapon. It's a plus five to hit. It has a range of 200 feet. And it will do um, 
1d10 of piercing damage. 1d10 plus 5 of piercing damage. Can't hear you. Double Stiv, you are amazing. Let's go out and look at this little... Yeah. It's large. It's large. It's on a wagon. Um, so we have, a, we have a skeleton horse that can carry it. Yeah. So it's 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 good size. It's clearly not uh, something that's going to fit down small corridors or into the door right. of a building by any means. But obviously, if you happen to have this thing in the open, then you'll do well. Excellent, Philistine. You are you are great, sir. We are great, sir. We appreciate you. Thankful. No, happy to help. Happy to help. We can eradicate. You've already you've already defeated an extremely foul creature. Let's hope that we can finish the rest of them off. I like it. I like it. Barrett so gives Fib says his thanks. Oh, go ahead. No, Fibblesev just he he um he talks with Tolbin, uh, gets back in the conversation with him. Um, just he's really enjoying the recounting of the tale of what you guys did. Nice. Nice. Uh, Barrett goes up to um, Finn's room, knocks on the door. Who is it? It's Barrett. Hold on, I'm opening up a don't, cold one. No, that's <laughs> fine. Don't don't come out through the main entrance if you can sneak out a window. Bibble Stib is downstairs. I don't want any. Bibble Stib? Yeah. Bibble He's downstairs. Stib. So I don't want any. I don't want any shenanigans. So if you come out. Serenity now. Serenity now. Oh, Jerry Stiller. <laughs> um, so Barry goes back downstairs, lets Ben know not to come down, um, goes out, and is attempting to... I don't know what he's doing. Um, do you guys... Do you need anything? Uh, Tobin's asking if you... If, we're not <coughs> sure. Well, what's... What's your plan, boys? We're at this point, you know, we don't know if the dragon will find you or if you're going to need to find it. Um, plans? Who makes plans? <laughs> who does make plans? I don't know if we need to get on the road and go looking for it. It'd be nice to be able to, well, except that a dragon could decimate this town. Um,. Are there any defensible positions close by that it would help to ambush a dragon? Well, Lady, you know, um, Adabra, her her hill is defensible in only that it's the high ground. Um, right. You know, from the top of her from the top of her mill, you can see things coming from miles around. Uh, there's no real fortifications there. Um, a beast would, you know, pretty much have you pinned inside that. Inside and it could probably easily rip through the uh, to those timbers. Um, other than that, you've got the mines to the north, and in the town here itself, we've 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 got our we've got our homes, we've got our huts, we've got our businesses, but those are just as those are only as effective as a dragon's maw is strong. Right. Um. Can you throw up the uh, map? Map? Yeah, Neverwinter map. The map. Not Neverwinter, but the... Uh, Fandolin map? Region, the region that we're in. 
the region itself. Yeah. Barrick is there. You Barrick is gonna run around and collect his charges that he made and set. Okay. I don't think those are needed anymore, so he's gonna collect those and put them in a secure spot on the wagon. Okay. Um. Yeah. Roll a survival. Both of us. No, just he's he's trying to place his charges safely. Oh, I get you. Nineteen. Yeah, you do well. You know exactly how to set them so they don't rattle too much, and they're not going to be a danger as they as they sit there. Um, I think maybe our best our best scenario, if we do want to try to entice this dragon to come. Um, is to uh, is to meet him on the high road, head up to Neverwinter, get some information. We still don't know because uh, the dragon's never been seen in Phandalin. That's no, as of yet, it has not it has not come into Phandalin. I don't think there's any reason to entice it to come here. Um, this place has been untouched by the by the dragon. I say we head to Neverwinter, take the high road, and and if it needs be, fight a battle there. Um, maybe make it to Neverwinter and and see if we have the Neverwinter guard that can help us attack a dragon. Because it seems like the people of Phandalin are not much of the fighting type. As you are, as you're conversa- con- uh, conversing with these with with these guys, there's a sudden burst through the door, a very harried and um, terrified looking young young man comes breaking in. His clothes are tattered and torn. He's filthy from, looks like he's been riding literally all night. Um, he's about to collapse under the ground, and he says, The manse has been sacked. The dragon <clears throat> is in is in the manse. The manse? The manse. The um, Tolbin um, picks his head up and, and says, uh, what's his name? Dang it. Raven, Rommel, Rolliger. Who's Falcon. the ranger? Falcon. Falcon. Yeah, he, has, he goes, Falcon. And then the boy collapses to the ground, just exhausted and wounded, and they all charge to help him and um, try to tend to his wounds. They look at you and say, he mu- he must be at Falcon's Lodge. Falcons and Falcon, if no one Falcon, he's at least putting up a fight. Well, then we head to Falcon's Lodge. Make haste. Load up. Shield. Harness yes. Escaletto. Harness Escaletto to the to the ballista. We move. We ride. Oh, we have a ballista. Um, I believe Escaletto has a uh, fast travel button on him. They just have to be pressed. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think I actually think that's how that works. You just have to. Hit the button. It's, a, and it's, a, good. it's one of the, one of the, the bones on the spine. Is that what it is? <laughs> yep. The, between the C3 and the C12 uh, on a horse. Okay, so I'm assuming we're going to make a hasty a ha- a a charge. Make a hasty charge over to the charge. Um, if you want to run your horses as hard and fast as you can, it'll only take you, it'll only take you a day to get there. Um, as you are charging through through the entire day, there's not any sign of work, not that you would care or tell at this point. Um, as you get closer and closer to the lodge, you do see a a massive 
a plume of smoke rising from from the from the inside the um inside i see a massive plume arising the borders of the um hold on where's my dang it Nothing works. So we do have a giant ballista? You have a ballista. We do have a giant ballista. It's got 10 plus 5 piercing damage. Piercing damage. It, it takes it you around to load. 200. Well. And it shoots 200 feet. Miles. Yeah. 200 miles. Eh, those gnomes always pull through. And you have and you have five ballista bolts. Great. <laughs> Is it an automatic hit? <laughs> and it's an auto. It's an auto hit. Is it like is that like a Game of Thrones uh, auto automatically hits dragons out of nowhere? It doesn't even have line well, of sight. We haven't well, been able to hit the dragon dire time. Depending on the plot. Depending on the needs of the plot of the episode that day. Right here on this very show. If that alarm goes off again, I'm gonna. Dude, that, I'm gonna if go that alarm goes off again, we're at a pretty good natural stopping point. We can save our final confrontation for later. Oh, in the no. beginning of this next season. <laughs> yep, we that's, are good. That's a great cliffhanger, man. That's a hook. Is that how cliffhangers work? That's how cliffhangers work. Well, okay. I guess I always forget that you guys are an hour ahead. It is ten o'clock your time. I am. I mean, we we can knock this out. Or we can. I mean, you say knock this out, but that's like an hour from now. <laughs> yeah, it is an hour from now. I mean, however long it takes, you know. So. There's a there's a plume of smoke. There are animals braying and making noise, and things do not look well at Falcon's Hunting Lodge. And when turn you... in next week, tune in next week for the epic conclusion. But we already said this was a season finale. Okay. Yeah, we did. Maybe maybe it's because <laughs> we need one more we need one more day to have an intro that works. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> I mean, that's not a dig. It's just. Hey, sometimes science doesn't work. Because when you arrive at the manse, at at the at the lodge, on top of the tower, is very pissed off, and angry looking, hungry dragon. Anybody stop to ask what the dragon wants? No, that's what we live in. No one ever asks what the dragon wants. I guess we could we could role play that out real quick if you want to ask him. I'll let ask. the Luxodon ask him. He's got a bigger voice. You can shout from across the. He's on top of the tower, across the you know the 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 wooden pole. What are they called? Walls. Walls. What are what are walls There's called? Another word. There's another word. I don't know what it is. How far does the ballista shoot? Two hundred feet. Two hundred feet. He's a hundred and twenty feet away. Um, and where you're, yeah, and where you're currently standing, you kind of have a an entry gate tower in your way. But we'd be able to. We can see him though. He's, you said he's high right. enough. Yeah, he's high enough. I say, Barrack, load the ballista. Okay, I'll load this big bolt into the ballista. Yeah, it's, bigger, it's bigger than Barrack. It's okay. 
He's good. He can I cast Guiding Bolt on the dragon. What is happening right now? Are we rolling initiative? <laughs> I thought we were stopping right here and starting here on the next season. Somebody needs to make up what's what's happening here. Executive and decision. that's where we leave season one of Shut Up and Roll for Initiative. <laughs> Tune in for whenever we figure out when season two comes back. Will the hero survive? Will the dragon defeat all in its path and take over the valley? Will Falcon as useless as we think he is? Will Falcon and Tor Torbin Torbalus Tor? What's the other guy's name? Alphonse. Will the heroes of old, Falcon and Alphonse, actually help out in fighting a dragon? Are they alive? Are they dead? Will Lenine ever really fall in love and tell Shield her true feelings for the Lexadon? Will Finn ever find love? Wait, what? Tune in next time. <laughs>